Hello, hello, hello. This is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. I'm back again. It's almost like about what? Almost a month. It's been a while, but you know what? I wanted to take a break because doing a podcast and then editing it, it's just it's just a lot, especially if you also are, you know, juggling with a lot of things. Like, you know, with me, I'm juggling with, you know, family, business. So it's a lot. But anyway, tonight I have um, James as one of my guests again. And this is actually part two. And because James does so well on this podcast, I'm thinking of actually having him more on a lot of my episodes. Right, James? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Mary. And that is right. And I am so you, excited about doing that with you. Yeah. So it's almost like you're going to be almost like going to be a regular, right? I feel like I, I feel like if it's just me, I mean, I might just do it, you know, on some of the episodes just by myself, but then it's always better. I think when there's two, so I can talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, I do know that and I, and I always enjoy it. Oh, good, good. So the last episode, the part, you know, part one of um, uh, last episode we did, I think we left off on updating the business listings, you know, whether it's Google or maybe your Yelp advertising out there. I think we finished covering that. So the number four that the number four things on my list that I want to talk about is adjusting your marketing and ad campaigns. I know Mike and I, we did that as soon as we shut down, you know, like nationwide shut down sometime in the summer last year, just because we want to notify our customers what's still going on in the business that we're still open, but we have taken um, precautions or like, um, um, some kind of like safety measures so that way we're still abiding the rules as far as you know still doing our business while we're dealing with COVID-19 so what about you what did you do for your business when you know this thing happened last summer I did change certain things you know I know we we talked about the processes where I won't shake people's hands I you know I have them leave their keys on the, the uh, on their windshield, um, definitely little processes. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I'm a mobile business, so I'm always kind of, I, I set up my appointments a couple days in advance and I'm usually going to them and, and like I have gloves and a mask and of course, uh, antibacterial stuff in my, my truck all at all times. What about but your I, marketing and ad campaigns? Did you... So I, I didn't have to change a lot just because of how my hours were already set up. They were, they were kind of appointment only, Uh but I definitely, since we, we talked last time, Mary, I had a lot of instances where I came across that with other businesses and it was just kind of like, what, I I don't want to say what the heck, but like, what the heck, like, because you're, you're taking ownership of your business. Uh Uh-huh. And your clients see that, your customers see that, you know, if you say you're open till seven, somebody shows up there and there's a sign that says we closed at four. Well, man, I just spent a half an hour to drive there. Now I don't want to go there again. Now I've lost faith in this business over something that 
probably would have taken two or three minutes. Uh-huh. Also, um, I just want to give you insight, you know, because uh, when I said about adjusting your marketing and your ad campaigns, you know, because so for those people oh. who's actually doing ad campaigns, are you going to say something? Yeah. So I, I did mm-hmm. actually boost up my ad campaigns. Mm-hmm. I have been doing a lot more Facebook, you know, a lot more stuff on Yelp, a lot more stuff on Google. So, yeah, I actually have been doing more re- more posts than I ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I, you know, I mean, I knew that, you know, the shutdown was like coming. And so I told, um, I told Mike, I said, hey, we got to like put new marketing ads there. That's going to let our customer know that we're still operating. We're still in business and the, the hours might have changed, but we have now a safety protocol. So that way they yeah. will feel safe and not standoffish of doing business with us. So those are the stuff that we um, actually did in the summer. Yeah. So that, so that, yeah. So that way they're informed. And then once we did that, then the call started coming in, not that they stop. I think they just slow down, but then once we notified and let our customers know that, Hey, we're still um, open, we're still operating, then they've been informed and it's, it hasn't stopped since then, you know, for us. Yeah. I, I know my, my business, ha- I, I don't feel like we, I mean, we slowed down Mary for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't really feel like I slowed down very much. And, and I've noticed that a lot of businesses that kind of, you know, take digital marketing, they take, advancements in their business they they do whatever they can to make their business the best as possible they didn't slow down mm-hmm. um, you know i see i'm just do you mind if i use an example real, real quick sure go ahead okay so like there's a there's an elmer's restaurant right down the street from me mm-hmm. and they they completely shut it down i asked the guy well, why'd you shut it down well we don't have a, a we don't have a website for this location okay well why don't you have a website? Well, we, we've never needed it. Okay. Well, maybe so, that was the time that you needed now, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and then I, you know, and then I'm like, well, do you, you have like an app? Do you, do you have like an online order or anything? Nope. We're, he's like, I just, I'm going to probably just close my business. What? My head, said, Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. And in my head, I'm sitting there going like, you're going to close your business because you didn't want a website. You're going to close your business because you didn't want to change your business. Uh-huh. And it's not even, Mary, we don't know if this is a forever change or if it's going to be a six month change. Uh-huh. Or if it's a, we, we don't know. Like, yes. Why would you give up? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So see, see, that's the thing, uh, James, you're asking the right questions. You know what I mean? Why, yeah. do, why does people, when they know that something is coming, like a change, okay, they just get intimidated and they don't even want to like, you know, try and be creative. They don't want to like, you know, uh, figure it out how to, you know, thrive, correct? Or even they don't want to like adjust or change their business model. If you change your business model, maybe you might even do better changing your business model because now, you know what I'm saying? They just like, stop and say oh okay i'm not operating anymore or or this and or either that they just rant about the whole thing you know what i mean (laughs) i wish you could see my face right now mary 
like I I got a gun ho face like oh my god I I completely agree because people have this fear or flight method right now or like it's fear or fl- yeah fear or flight and it's like now's the time to really gun ho and and fight and flight for our businesses and and change those things and be there for our customers and show them that we're still there people are scared we as business owners need to be there for them not only that it's like um to me when that happens um i'm thinking like hey this is a survival you know it's a survival mode for me you know what i mean i gotta go i gotta change my mindset into you know freaking how am i gonna survive you know i gotta change my business plan i gotta change my strategy as far as approaching my business you know or how i should conduct my business you know it's like it's like you gotta like think outside the box in order for you to like figure it out or how to solve this little challenge that you have in front of you. Yeah. Or I, so I've been, um, I I joined like another online group of like networkers and like business owners. Mm -hmm. When did you do that? Um, I did that in at Thanksgiving time. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I was listening to a guy, yesterday he'll he'll call people mm-hmm. he, he's an insurance salesman mm-hmm. he'll call people he has a yes or no list you know they'll write yes or no mm-hmm. and he does like a crm so he gets all their information and 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 i don't think this is something for our business but mm-hmm. just hearing him i'm like man this is pretty neat um he would you know he would ask for the sale he'd get yes or no um, if they got yes he would send him a thank you card if they said no he would bring them a thank you card mm-hmm. like in person bring them a thank you card hey thank you for your time i appreciate you you doing this quote with me if there's anything you can do please let me know and he said that he captured about 65 percent of the no's from bringing them a thank you card in person because mm-hmm. you're making it more personable so now so now these people who said no on the phone you know, it's, it's meeting him for the first time and basically, you know, meeting someone in for the first time, you're like, oh, wow, this person yeah. is like making it more personable. And now I'm seeing the voice, you know, now I'm actually I can like put the voice with the face and and they're probably more willing to entertain what this guy has to say now yeah. that he's there in person. Right. Or or now the, that that person knows who he is. Uh-huh. They can like them and then they can trust them. And, and people, you know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Uh-huh. Um, so in an instance like that, you go, man, and, and that guy just changed his business just a little. I mean, one little thing. And he goes, his sales rates are way higher than they ever would have been. So he went back to the basic of selling. And you yeah. know what the basic of selling is like knocking each door, which that's what that's the basic of selling back in the old days. So he does it where it's his already touched customers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I'm like, man, that is going back old school. I like doing the Internet stuff. I like doing mm-hmm. the advertisements and I like doing that where people are coming to me. They're searching for me and for for me, and I think I think you probably feel the same way. I assume you feel the same way. You know, is we're not going after. I I don't want to say bottom feeders, but we're not going after like the guy just looking for the lowest quote. We're not going for the guy that's 
is usually the guy that's going for the very lowest quote for what like my business is not usually my customer. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like having the online presence. I like, I like it that they see my Yelp reviews. I like that they see my Google reviews. I like that they see my Facebook. They see my, my website. They see that I'm very vested in my business. Yeah. So see, that's the thing, James, the way you approach this, you know, the way you approach it is different than the way I see it for me, whether the customer is, um, the low baller or the, you know, the, I wouldn't say, see, I don't want to use the word cheap. Okay. But- I know. I know. <laughs> and, and it's because I, I'm the same way, you know, Mary, there's the, I don't want to go, I don't want to go overspend on something, but I don't want to rip somebody else off. Yeah. And it, so, and it's hard. It's hard as a business owner. Well, I completely agree. Well, okay. So I don't want to say they're cheap. They're just like, okay, here, here's the, here's the better word frugal with their money. Okay. Okay. Cause I've met those people that are frugal with their money. I don't want to say cheap. It's just, it's got a net negative, I don't know, connotation on that. One. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. But, but anyway, so, so, and I think, um, I might have won actually last week where he was trying to lowball the price. And then actually this, um, like, yeah, like yesterday or was it Friday where I got a customer and he said he's got a small scratch and then I gave him an estimate and I, yeah. and I told him it's a small scratch, but the process we're going to do with it, it's still like, you know, it's like a scat. It actually, it's a scratch repair. So I said we don't do touch up. We do a spot repair. So anyway, so I gave him the price, the minimum, because yeah. it's a small scratch anyway. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, you guys don't touch it up. That's the number one clue that they don't want to pay the amount of money you told them how much it's gonna cost." You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the number one clue. And I said, "Unfortunately, sir, we don't because there's no different than, you know, between me and you if." I'm going to touch it up myself. There's no special trick for us or special knowledge that we learn just to do a touch up on a car as far as the paint. But if you want to do it the right way, you this is the minimum charge. And then he said, well, let me think about it and I'll give you a call. And I said, okay, no problem. Normally I don't force my, you know, my service to this kind of people. But yeah. if he does realize that, hey, I want to go back to Mary and have them do my repair for this amount of money, yeah. then I welcome them to come back. And I'll, you know, I don't go after them only, only because, because I, I guess I experience or I learn in the past that those kind of people, if they're, gonna lowball the price what you know they're never gonna be happy they're, they're no. always gonna find something that is wrong with either your pricing or they're gonna you know um criticize the work even though the work is already done the right way they're always yeah. not gonna be happy because for one they never want to pay the amount you told them it's gonna cost right so they're right. gonna or- find reason to just be miserable you know what i mean or- yeah. Or like if you, you know, like your, your husband's one of the best techs in the, you know, technicians in the country, like he's going to be very fast at what he does. Mm-hmm. So they, I, I could see a lot of people getting upset with, oh, it took him five minutes. Well, the same thing that took him five minutes might take me two hours. 
Mm-hmm. And the thing that takes me two hours might take that customer. We would never be able to do it. We usually, um, I think Mike usually say, look, you're paying me for my experience, not for yeah. the, you know, how fast I can do this stand. You know, that's, that's usually, usually that works for the customer, you know, but there are times that it didn't work for any customers out there, you know, but, you know, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. This is, this is from my past experience. Let's say, yeah. you know, and this actually happened to us where a customer said, okay, um, how much is this going to cost? We gave him the price. And then he said, can you lower it down by at least $25? And I'm like, what? And then we're like, no, 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 we stand firm with this pricing. So we send a technician there. Then once the technician got there, he's still trying to lowball it, you know, with my technician. And my technician said, no, 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 my, this is the price. And I'm not going to change the, you know, the, the price because this is what was told to me and I'm going to do it for this repair. Do you want to do it or not? He said, yes. Then after the service is done, he still complaining. He wasn't happy. And that's why I said to, uh, you know, to, to Mike, I said, look, you know, cause it's, it's, it's him or, you know, me booking the appointment. I said, if we have customers like this, let's just not, you know, try and pursue something like that. Because I told you, they're always going to find something that they're not happy with. Yeah. So you're never going to make someone who's miserable, happy. You no. know? I, yes. And, right? and I think that that's actually one thing as a, I wish somebody would have taught me a long time ago is to just say, no, and it's weird to say that too. I, I wish somebody would have would have. I wish I would have heard this conversation five years ago. I said it's just not. <laughs> well, I'm telling you now. So in the future, if you get a customer who's trying to lowball it, and then suddenly he calls you back because that happens too, right? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and have you guys repair it, and then you yep. send somebody there, and then the the second clue is if that customer tries to still get like a discount or a low price once your technician gets there then that's a sign that's like okay maybe you need to reevaluate this customer you know what i'm saying because other than that he's gonna find i don't know reason to not be happy whether it's the service that was done or maybe um you know the the you know the price is still high or so that's yeah. what I'm saying. But you know what? Here's the thing too. That doesn't happen all the time. Most of, no, most of the doesn't. time, yeah, most of the time if you explain what you're going to do to the customers, they usually like, okay, I understand. I'm going to go ahead and have you guys repair it for whatever it's, yeah. it's cost. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I- yeah. So moving to the next list, I have managing finances. You know why I have yeah. this on my list? Yeah. Okay. I remember we started to dig into this one. Yeah. So when um, I think back in the summer, when we know that, hey, we're going to slow down because we don't know. Remember the change that we've talked about? People doesn't welcome changes because they don't they don't know what's on the other side. They don't know what's coming. So it's called the unknown. It's a question mark. So so if they don't know what would the change bring to them? then they're kind of like resistant to accepting it, right? Right. So for me, I know that, hey, well, I know we're going to shut down. Eventually, either we're going to totally have nothing or we're just going to slow down. But regardless yeah. of what it is, 
I know I need to reevaluate what's going in and what's coming. What's I mean, what's coming in and what's going out as far as bills, as far as my sales. So I know that I don't know what's going to come in because that's unknown. Right. But I know for a fact what's going out. So I had to look at my my recurring bills for the business and see where I can like, you know, uh, save money. Yeah. Because I need to uh, adjust, you know, I need to adjust according to what's happening at our business. You know, I mean, in our business at that time. Yeah, because in the summer, like when it's, or I don't want to say summer, but when it's busy, it's very easy to spend more on certain things. It's very easy to advertise more or maybe buy new equipment or tools or, or invest in certain things. But definitely when it slows down, I... I can understand, well, and I see that too. Well, I usually, usually in the summer is our busy time. But here's the thing: because of the pandemic, remember we had the nationwide shutdown. That was like oh, sometime yeah. in March. So, <laughs> so I had to like look at my books, you know, to figure out where I can save more money because I know we're gonna slow down, or either, yeah, you know what I mean. So those are the stuff that um I had to reevaluate, like. I don't know if you did something like that, but I know for a fact that you don't have a shop, so you don't have like the big overhead, which is good for you. It it is a uh, it is a, a plus and a minus. I could definitely see the value in having a shop, mm-hmm. um, but for me, I just at this, if I had more people working for me, mm-hmm. I would want it. But right now, I'm just not, and that that might be a conversation we we have another day of. Mm-hmm. Going from a mobile business to a retail location. Well, well the only thing that I'm going to, um, um, cause I don't want to be, uh, you know, I don't want to get off track, but the only oh, thing yeah. that I can, um, contribute or, you know, give you as an advice is that you don't want to rush into having a shop when you know, financially you're not ready because if you get a shop and then you, you know, you're in it like what, six months or a year. And then you realize you're always stressed out trying to figure out how to pay your bills because now you have the big, you know, you have the big overhead, you have the shop, you have utilities, you have this and you have that. Then, then if it's going to put so much stress in you, then it's not worth it. Like for us, for the longest time, we were, you know, we were mobile service. We didn't have to have a shop right away. And then when we're actually ready, then, you know, Mike came back to me and say, Hey, when can we get the shop? And then I say, you know what, let me look at my books and I'll let you know. And then, and then that's when we had the shop. And also when you do decide to have a shop, you need to figure out what you're really going to use the shop for. Is it for the business? I mean, is it to, you know, you need to figure out, is it for what's, what's your goal? What's your, you know, what's your end game? Is it like to get more customers to come to the shop or, you know, or because if you're thinking that having a shop will create more business for you, it's not 100% pull-proof. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it might go the other way. Yeah. So you can't depend on that. So that's like, you know, like what you said, that's another topic that we can um, talk about later on. But um, another thing I wanted to uh, mention, James, is that... Um, during the coronavirus, if we're, if we're still in it, you know what I mean? 
There's yeah, um, yeah, some some of these businesses have to really change their business model, you know, th- because the coronavirus has caused drastic shifts in both consumer and business goals. So if you really think about what I just said, so it didn't just change on us too, and also the mm-hmm. consumer, you know what I'm saying? The you you the con- you know the way yeah. the way uh, customers spend their money. Not only that, do they have money? You know, so you have to like evaluate that because the how, go ahead. I, yeah. I, you know what? It's, uh, it's funny. You say that it's not funny. It, it's not funny that you say that, but it's funny. You say that because I've been getting a lot more customers that don't have jobs, mm-hmm. a lot more customers that are, I'm selling my car because I lost my job. I need you to clean it, do your service yeah. and, for me or, I've been getting a lot of people that have been trying to do stuff on their own because they're so stretched on their uh-huh. finances uh-huh. that you know they're they're trying to save anything. They have more time than resource, more time than money uh-huh. right now. Yeah. So, um, how, how, I mean, when you get customers like those, how do you do your pricing? Because obviously, if they're like in a financial bind, how do you make it work for you and for them? So you have to make it a win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if somebody tells, if I know somebody's situation and I go, man, this is a, a, a decent person. His wife got laid off. He, his, his small business is basically in ruins. You know, I, I, there's times I have been known to lower your price. I don't want to say lower your price. Cause that's one of my trigger words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I better not mention it again. Mm-hmm. You better not mention. Um, but I, I, I've been known to say, "Hey, how about a give the, give them a discount?" Yeah. Okay. I'll say, hey, this, you know, I, I should be charging you X. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be able to do this really quickly. I, I'm a consumer as well as a business owner. I know you're in, and and I hate to say hardship. Mm-hmm. I usually say, I know you're in a situation right now that you know you. If I was in your situation, I'd want somebody to to love up on me or, or mm-hmm. give me love. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm I, Mary. I've I've done stuff for people, and I've been like, you know what? I actually I had one on Friday. The guy was living in his car, just lost his job. Mm-hmm. Was a like a a, a marine mm-hmm. at one point, mm-hmm. living in his van. A homeless guy knocked over his van and I worked on it for like five minutes and and I just looked at him and I'm like sitting there looked at it again mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah, I'm done and he uh you know he was he was asking me he he told me a couple of things that added a lot of value he's like hey you should listen to this book I, mm-hmm. I've heard that you like audiobooks mm-hmm. and I got done with the job and I'm like hey, I looked at him and the same with Edward I'm like Edward just don't even worry about it. Just mm-hmm. do something nice for somebody else down the road. Mm-hmm. Didn't charge him. Mm-hmm. Packed up my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, put, left the keys on the windshield and just left. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know that if I was in his position, I would want somebody to. And and I did kind of sit there and go, man, why why are you even getting your car fixed? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, hey. And you know what, Mary? That guy messaged me tonight, and he goes, hey James, I I really appreciated you the other day. I told my girlfriend about you. 
you are absolutely my hero. Mm. Were his to the T words. Mm -hmm. That's good. And it kind of sucks as a business owner because I, I I did lose out of a little bit of like monetary money at the moment. Mm -hmm. But in that instance, it was like, you know what? It's just the right thing thing to do. Yeah. Well, and, and I, and I know I can make it up somewhere else. Yeah, you can make it up somewhere else and you're in a better situation as he was probably, right? Or he is, you know. Very much so. Yeah. I, I have, I mean, Mary, I have a phenomenal, I'm so grateful and so blessed. Um, it's not even funny. Like, I forget. And it, it's neat to do those things. It, it yeah. really, and, and I do it in the with a grain of salt, Mary. Like, I won't. I won't jump up and down and say, Hey, I'm going to give somebody a discount. Yeah. I won't advertise. Hey, I'm going to give a discount. I won't even advertise a discount for anything. I, I'll never advertise it just because I don't want to attract those people in my life. Yeah. But if somebody is having a hardship, if somebody's just having one of those days, I am probably the first one to say, you, you- know what? I won't say it to them but i will make sure that like hey you know what don't worry about it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a hundred dollars off because you know do this or you know what i do sometimes mary is i've said hey i'm gonna knock 50 bucks off but you got to take your kids out for ice cream or i'm gonna knock 50 bucks off but you got to go do something nice for somebody else yeah 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 well that's good james because you know it's like it's gonna come back to you so the positive things that you're putting out there you know, in the universe will come back to you. Remember, I told you, not probably in the same form, but in a different form. So if you're uh-huh. paying attention, you will realize, oh, I got something today that's like, I'm it's totally unexpected. But maybe that's oh. the reward you're getting from, you know, doing something like this to other people. So going back to that, um, that, you know, thing that you did for that guy, sometimes yeah. actually, um, did you say he was in the military? He was in the military. Okay, so he was in the military. Um, we actually do uh, discount for military people just because yeah. we we you know we support them. We recognize their you know we recognize and we appreciate their you know sacrifices that they have done for us. Right. You know what I mean? So we give them discounts actually. Yeah. That's just yeah. That's just 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 a regular thing. You know, when we started the business, it's always been like that. You know, hey, what do we want to do? And I said, you know what, military people, we should just give them discount no matter what. You know, yeah. yeah so we give them discounts. That. Yeah, and then our friends, you know, because we have friends that yeah. know that this is what we do for a living. So sometimes they'll be like, hey, I have a dent, da 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 da, and then it's one of those things. I don't feel right charging them. So if it's like our friend then i'll be like you know if if it if it requires pdr but if it requires other services such as the bumper repair then mike doesn't do bumper repair you know it's it's our technician so if it's mike who's going to do the repair then sometimes we give it to them like for free you know we're like oh don't charge us don't worry we'll just yeah we'll just you know because it's like it's our friend i feel like i don't want to make money off of my friends you know what i'm saying Well, and, and I also, you know what, and this is going to sound kind of like a vanity. I don't want people to realize how well off, like, because it's not a well-off business, but it, we can do very good in a very short amount of time. And I don't want to showboat that to pe- to my friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I do the same thing. I won't, I, I either, 
I, I tell them I give them like a friends and family pricing uh-huh. and I do have a friends and family pricing and it's, it's more of like, um, so like I'll do like windshield repairs and I have a, just kind of a very, very basic, I mean, a couple cups of coffee is the same cost as my friends and family yeah. pricing for my windshields. Yeah. And it's just to cover the, like, it's literally, it covers the materials. Yeah. I make three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a happy, and like the, the guy from Friday, I, Mary, I have a gut feeling I'm going to get tons of phone calls from that guy, from referrals from that guy. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so it's, it's a, it's a fine line. I, I like loving up on people and I like helping people, but I also, you know, we're, we're we have to make a profit too, though. Yeah. Well, the, well, it depends on the situation. So that's what, yeah. you know, like what you said, we are blessed that in our industry, we can go, you know, make the money and yep. find it, you know, find it when we when we need it, it's not like, Hey, we work for someone and we're on a fixed income, right? Yeah. We're not on the fixed income. So if we want to, if we want to find the money to cover the bills, we can go and do it, you know, easily compared to probably other industry out there. I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. I could be wrong, you know, but, but, you know, like, but yeah, but for me, like I said, you know, I don't feel like um, for Mike doing our friends dance, I don't, you know, I don't feel good charging them. So we usually just say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll do it for you for, you know, for whatever, you know. So we have or- friends that have called us to. You know, and, and it goes, it goes both ways. They don't abuse it that every time they have a dance, they're going to call us because they expect us not to charge them. No, it's nothing yeah. like that, you know, because if your friends are really, um, let's say, appropriate and not abusive, then they wouldn't like take advantage of you, right? <laughs> or I, I actually, I, I had a friend from high school, haven't seen him for 20 years. I, I went and worked on his truck. Uh-huh. Not this Saturday, but the Saturday before. And I gave him a super phenomenal friends and family price on it. Like I said, hey, this is a friends and family. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we went to middle school together. We went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen each other because life's change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I go, hey, you know, it's going to be X amount. He ended up tipping me like double. And I'm like, no, please don't. And he's like, no, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, and it was just neat because it was like, man, this guy really is my friend, even though I haven't seen him for for years. years. Yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah. And because um, you know, I was basically, I it wasn't for free because of the drive and that stuff, but it was just so neat because he was like, man, no, I like he was offended that you didn't charge him full price. Yeah, he was okay. offended that I didn't charge him more. Okay. Okay. He was like, no, man, you, you got to take it. I'm like, no, oh, please. And he's like, no, I'm like, you, you have to do these. Like, uh-huh. And it's neat. And it, I like having those friendships. I like having those relationships. Well, well, relationships I, with your friends or your family should be like back and forth. It shouldn't be like take, 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 and they're not yeah. giving anything back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There should be like some kind of understanding whether it's said or not, I mean, usually it's unspoken understand, you know, unspoken rule that you yeah. don't take advantage of your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I know I, I like to be the guy that I, I mean, I would give somebody the shirt off 
their, my back if I needed to. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to just put myself in a financially terrible spot. Or, yeah. Or, or ruin, you know, the boys' childhood because I'm giving everything away. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a, a fine line. And, and I definitely think like, you know, being on this topic of finances, you know, being smart with our money and, and being appropriate with our money. And, and I like that you, you guys kind of tightened up with, with your business, but you kept going with your business. You, you, you t- looked for stuff to get rid of, but it wasn't because you didn't want it. It was just like, ah, it's not the right time. You, yeah. we did, there was an unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another thing too, James, is that the reason why I wanted to talk about the managing finances, this is important. When you know that your business is going to slow down, you know, yep. whether it's a bus- whether it's a business that you have or maybe a job, if you know that your income is going to like, you know, affect, I mean, it's going to be affected, uh, you know, whether it's a lot or not, then you need to re-evalu- reevaluate your budget, you know, your finances. Where can you find... Or when, where in the bills can you save more money because your income is going to just basically change? You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the second thing that I wanted to uh, talk about is um, regarding the finances is that um, adjust marketing strategies. You know what I mean? Okay. And I think um, one of the stuff that I remember is that um, we wanted to stay relevant to our customers. We want them to still know that, Hey, we're still operating. We're still in, you know, we're still in business, even though, and then we, we want to, we want to like reach out to them. So that way they know that. So that way they know this information because in the beginning it was chaotic. Remember? I mean, nobody knows anything. And when we had the shutdown, okay. It said, okay, no one's going to work, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's only those essential businesses that can, you know, still operate and stay open. Well, then the first thing I have to determine, are we considered essential? Because I don't want to have to conduct my business and then later on get in trouble. I mean, what? I want to be proactive and I want to thrive. But then at the same time, I don't want to create more problem for me to deal with. So I have yep. to be, I have to stay within what the law is saying, you know what I mean? So yeah. once, once I figured out that, Hey, you know, my business is essential cause it's part of uh, automotive repair, then I'm like, okay, let's go full on with our uh, marketing strategies. And that's why, you know, Mike started doing all this Instagram, you know, advertising and then, you know, the information that we put there, we changed it up according to the situation at that time. Mm-hmm. And so we send it out. So that way our um, customers out there, you know, have this information. And and then, like I said, when we think that we were going to slow down, we didn't really slow down. That was last um, that last summer, even during the shutdown. You know what I mean? We we were actually doing fine. I mean, we were not as busy, busy, but I just think it's because um people are, you know, kind of like uh, hesitant to spend money because they don't know where, whether they're going to have a job or how long is the shutdown going to be. But regardless, I think some of those people that have like reserve monies that they're supposed to repair their car and they never had a chance because they were just probably overly working, right? At that time, they, 
you know, I had customers that was calling me and said, Hey, I got to get this done. And I want you guys to do the repair while, while I'm not going to the office, this and that, you know what I mean? So I don't know yeah, I, if you remember last summer, something like yeah, this. I did. I, I remembered a lot like that. And, and it was, it's funny you say that because that was one thing I remember about last summer is it was a lot of customers. Hey, I talked to you six months ago. Hey, I talked to you. I had one lady that was like, I talked to you two years ago and you're like, Oh, oh okay. Let's, let's get it done. Mm-hmm. I, and it, and it was a weird season. It was just weird. Like, and I don't want to say weird because weird's not the right word. It was so different because we weren't the customer. Cause I didn't slow down. I, I didn't really slow down. I, I might've been on cruise control, but I never uh-huh. really slowed down. Uh-huh. Um, it was just kind of consistently X amount a day, X amount of jobs a day. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that it's kind of weird, this, isn't it? Because I thought we were going to be like really, really slow and it, and we didn't. It yeah, was, wasn't it, that kind of weird, but that's, see, that's why, I mean, I don't want to be off the subject, but this is why I say though. And I truly believe that, you know, and I always tell this to people when you think that something bad's going to happen, happen, and but then that's not the case because something's actually opposite happened. That's when I always say, you know what? God doesn't put us in a situation that we can't get ourselves out of. Oh no, you know, he that, doesn't. That, that's why I'm like thinking, wow, this is a blessing. When you know, because I thought we were going to be really slow, but you know, because of yeah. when we had the shutdown, then they said, oh, okay, we can stay open. But then even with that, I don't know how many customers I was going to get. You know, and 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 I thought we were going to be slow, but we didn't. But but also, I did some, you know, some of my ads there. That's why I'm saying you need to stay relevant. So you got to do your advertising. You got you got to do your marketing. You know, and then you have to make sure that whatever you're putting out there doesn't come off as insensitive that's the biggest thing when you oh i i am gonna have to stop you on that one i i'm gonna have to if i had one of those little the judge things i would have to stop you on that one because i think everyone's version of insensitive is is different Uh and i think you have to just be you or yourself because you might be insensitive insensitive to one person but you or you might alienate one person but you might be attracting a hundred people okay you kind of lost me there say it again (laughs) okay 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 so and, and mind you i live in the most sensitive city in the country right now i didn't know that why is that everyone is so sensitive about the anything i mean anything sets people off i i have noticed and you 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 you're in oregon right yeah so you're saying so you're saying in oregon the culture there is like people just get offended easy they do and it's like something's in the water and i don't know what it is but like I had this conversation with my grandpa the other day. I go, I love Oregon. I love being in Portland, but man, it doesn't feel like home right now. What um, do you mean? Because like we had a hundred day protest. We, you know, it was like 110 days uh-huh. of the, the protesting down in Portland, the rioting down in Portland. And I've noticed that 
if I try to be, I, I can be empathetic, but I, I don't want to be sensitive to somebody. I can be empathetic and caring and say, man, I, I, I feel for you, but I got to. I got to disagree with the the sensitive part. Well, no, what I mean, what I mean. Okay. So when I said you need, when you're putting your marketing ad out there, you know, this is part of the marketing strategies. Okay. When you're putting your marketing out there, you're targeting everyone. You're not just targeting, you know, one race or one type of people. You're targeting everyone. So whatever you're putting out there, whether it's on print or not, you know, you need to make sure that you don't come off as in, as insensitive. When I said that, for example, is that, um, let me see. Um, like, for example, um, I know for a fact that if I'm a customer, I'm going to put myself yeah. in a customer uh, consumer position, okay? If I'm, a, okay? if I'm a customer and then I want to get my car done, so I call company XYZ. And then the company XYZ, you know, say, you know, yeah, we're open. Come over here. We're going to, you know, fix your car. I said, oh, okay. So if I go over there, the minute I go there, I'm already kind of evaluating it. Okay. So, you know, Mary is kind of like evaluating this business already. How are they processing this? We have COVID-19 and you know, I'm, I'm just going to put my, the timeline, uh, the, the, the timeline okay. is like, let's say last summer. Okay. When yeah. we had a shutdown. So we don't know anything about this virus. You know, there's so okay. many, there's so many rumors. There's so many things going on, but obviously I have concerns. And my, one of my concern is I want to get my car fixed, but is this going to be safe for me? How are you going to make me feel like everything's going to be fine? So you got to like, let your customers know that, Hey, we're going to take care of you. And this is what's going to happen. You know, we, we want to be, you know, we're concerned with, you know, with, your safety so therefore we are following protocol because okay. if you you know what i'm saying you you want to make I, sure that you're not insensitive to what's happening around us at that moment because so people I, have concerns okay go i ahead. took that in a different aspect that's what i thought because i'm like huh what are you talking about James? so i'm <laughs> and, and, and if you would have said like concerning their safety i would have and I think that's where we got, and I apologize about oh, that. Oh, no, no, I, no, no big deal. Because I'm like, oh, no, now that she's saying it like that, she's, yeah. she's talking about their, like, sensitivity and their safety, not sensitivity on just... Cause it, insensitive, insensitive. Yeah. Even your marketing ad there needs to, you know, you need to make sure that it's not going to offend other people because if you do, then you're going to get some customers angry at your business you know what i'm saying so for most for the most part you want to actually stay neutral too when there's a you know issue or controversial issue that's happening you don't want to like because i have even i think heard of a business that's you know have an opinion about something well some of these other businesses doesn't agree with it okay like for example um Okay, I think one time there was somebody who uh, posted something on social media saying okay. that, hey, restaurant 
XYZ is open. You guys can, you know, come and let's support our small business. I'm all for that, okay? But then, yeah. guess what? In that social media, somebody said, whoa, when did money take precedence over life? From what they know a long time ago, we uh, as Americans, we put, we, put, we put high value on life rather than money. And with all these people dying left and right, you know what I mean? So that's why this is, it's like you, you're damn if you do, you're damn if you don't. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying you have to make sure that you're not coming off as insensitive because you might piss some people off. You know what I mean? I do. And I, I also do ha want to tread lightly on that one because I think, I think as business owners mm -hmm. and, and, and running a business, mm -hmm. we, we are inevitably, we're going to make somebody mad. We're going to make mm -hmm. somebody upset. Mm -hmm. Somebody is not going to like us. And it, it's usually that they don't not like us. It's more of either like a, they don't like us because they're jealous of us. They don't mm -hmm. like us because they're fearful in their own way. And, and this well, is just how I feel about it. So don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, well, what I'm saying is that, you know, I mean, I looked at both sides. Okay. Because the, the, the right side, you know, that, that woman that's like promoting the business, I think this is um, somebody she knows who owns the company or the restaurant. Right. She was defending it. And her argument is this way, you know, Hey, we want this business to thrive and we want it to last, you know, past this, mess that we are in the COVID-19 you know so let's right. support the business I'm all for that but then the fact that she kind of mentioned that hey it's you know we're going to open up the sit down rather than take out and you know delivery then I think that's where the other person you know was kind of mad because the other person is saying why can't you just do a takeout or delivery rather than sitting down because a sit down is going to cost more of this and more of that you know what i mean so right. i can hear them going back and i mean i saw them going back and forth and i'm just like well they both have a point but i think which one you know it's almost like i'm going to give you an example Cause, um, we can't, you know, we're 51 minutes on this. So I, I we were supposed to say 45 minutes and now it's almost an hour, but anyways, I know, I know. Right? And, and actually why we, we need to probably start setting up consistent time. No, it's, no, 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 it's okay. We're almost done anyway. Cause I don't have that much on my list anymore. This is the last okay. part of, our, of my list. Remember? Cause this is only the part two. Um, yep. so, so for me, the way, the way I'm looking at it is that, um, I, I think, you know, I have a lot of nurse, you know, friends, like when they yeah. take their test, it's like multiple choices, you know, so you have like A, B, C, D. So all those, when you take those nursing tests, all of those questions, I mean, all of those answers are correct, but only one really, really is the right answer. Because I asked my friends, I'm like, you know, I had a friend who, who she, I think she took it like three or four times. I'm, uh, and I'm like, how do you fail it so many times? She said, Mary, it's so hard. And I said, why? She said, because Mary, if you have a multiple choice from A to D, all four, all four answers are correct. But only one is actually the right answer. I'm like, okay, I understand what you mean now. So yeah. going, so I'm using this as an, as an example. So going back to this restaurant, you know, 
situation. The way I'm looking at it, I mean, I didn't get into it with them. I'm just like going, you know, I'm just watching them going back and forth, back and forth, you know, like debate. So, so I heard what the other woman's concern about, hey, why do we put a high price now on money rather than lives? And I get what she meant by that. But then I'm also listening to this woman who wants this business to thrive. But then... How I how would I approach that? I think the way I would approach it for me, okay? Okay. I would probably say, you know what? I don't want to come off as insensitive. So therefore, I want to be, you know, I want to be proactive. I want to be a team player. I want to help my community. I need to do my part. Therefore, I'm going to just do delivery and take out. Yes, I'm not going to make you know, as much money, like if I'm going to have it open as an, you know, dine, you know, a dine in, but you know what, this is that we, this is the situation that we are in right now. You know, we need to help our community to make it better rather than creating more problem that doesn't help the situation. So that's how I'm going to approach it. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. And I, I like that. I like that terminology and I, I really like that terminology with your, your nurse friend about, uh, the, the multiple. Oh yeah. All of them are the right answers, but only one, I mean, all of them are right answers, but only one of them is truly the answer for that question. Yeah. That's why, (laughs) that's why she failed it so many times. (laughs) Anyways, that's funny. (laughs) And I, oh my, and, and that's kind of how, you know, the, and in a way, Actually, ending on that note, that's that's kind of how the you know running a business in in COVID right now is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of right ways to do things, and and there are wrong things to do. But I think uh, you know us as a community, getting together, helping anybody that we can mm-hmm. um, is really. And and I think the businesses that are are helping people and helping people grow are going to be the ones that truly last and and they're going to be here for a long time like i know um like with your your husband's business with uh dent time and then the dent trainer um you know he helps so many people that i i I could never you know if when i get people in that area i refer them to you know you guys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah thank you yeah yeah so that's the way that's the way you know the way i look at things is that you don't, when, especially a problem, okay? When you're trying to solve a problem, you don't want to solve a problem, but then in the process, your solution is going to create another problem. Does that make sense? If you're going to solve a problem, you need to solve the problem without creating a new problem because you're really not solving a problem if your solution is just going to create another problem. Well, it's like you, you know, you sweep you're going in those. circles. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not solving it. No, it's like you sweep something un- under the rug. Well, you mm-hmm. still got to clean under the rug. Why didn't you just clean it up? It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Another example. Yeah. Okay. Another example. Okay. Let's say you, you have sickness. You go to okay. a doctor and then, yeah. and if the doctor doesn't diagnose your problem right away or the, you know, the right way. Then yeah. that doctor will order will order all these tests, trying to figure out what's wrong with you. That's why it's important when I go to a doctor, I evaluate my doctors because not all doctors are you know are you know are the same, right? 
Yeah. Because, uh, there, you know, there's a difference between an average doctor and a good doctor. The good doctor, when you tell them your symptoms, they can pinpoint right away what's wrong with you, be, according mm-hmm. to the symptoms. And then they would just do what's necessary for them to basically kind of like solidify what they're already suspecting that you have as you know, why you saw the doctor, but then there's other doctors who's just going to order all these tests to arrive to an, to an answer. So, but that's, so that's why I'm saying, you know, um, you want to diagnose the problem the right way. Cause if you don't, then you're just going like, you're just basically doing a trial and error. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this one, this one now. Oh, it didn't work. Now let me try this. It didn't work. You don't want to solve the problem like that. You want to solve the problem to, what it is really, you know, the core of the problem. So that way you can solve it appropriately. And be done with, yeah. Be done, be, with, be it. done with it. Yeah. So, but that's why I'm saying, you know, I'm listening to these two women going back and forth on social media and I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say anything unless I have to, because, you know, usually I like to help people. You know, I, I'm a yeah. problem solver. I told you if somebody has a problem and they can't figure it out, and I already know the answer. I'm going to evaluate it if, if, if it's, you know, if I should say something or not. But if I feel like I need to say something for the greater good of everybody, I would. I really would. Even sometimes if I know that I might get, you know, it might get me in trouble. But, uh, yeah. but, but, but that's just me. I, I, I believe that if I can help people figure things out, then I would. And I do it, you know. Yeah. And I love that spirit about you. Oh, thank you, James. Thank you. I I, I, I was actually talking about you the other day on that on that spirit that you have that it is uh, it is so great. Your personality, your work ethic, how you hold your family together, your business together, your pod podcast together, how you hold everything together. I am just. Thank- and I know we need to get off the, the phone. I know, I know. No, uh, thanks, James. Just, it's it's I all so amazed with you. You are just such a phenomenal lady. Like, oh my gosh. Thank you, James. Anyway, yep. to end it, uh, this episode because we're almost here for an hour now. Yep. Um, we finished with the finances. Do you want to add something? Because I'm like I- pretty much done with my list. You know. I don't want to add anything. Um, <laughs> if something comes up, I will shoot you a message, and I would Probably. love to figure out a topic for another another day. But I am good, so I'm gonna hang up. Okay. Um, hey, and, and- I think I think the next topic, seriously, because it, the timing is right, should be teaching our kids how to invest money. Oh yeah, let's do that one. So that would be a good topic, and especially you have a little one. This would be the time for them to do it. So that would yeah. be the next topic for us to do. So do okay. you wanna um, do you wanna go ahead and say goodbye, James? Thank you, everyone. This is James Giles in Portland, Oregon. I appreciate you all. Um, go uh, go subscribe to Mary's podcast, like it, and get you know. I like review, that. I, I did. I didn't expect that. I like that. Subscribe yeah. to Mary Unapologetic. Yep, and do you know? Please do some reviews on there so that it shows. Um, you know, and if there's a way that we've helped you, please let us know. Um, <laughs> sharing it, reviews are wonderful. Yep. Um, you know, and that way, that way, Mary sees them. 
I see them. <laughs> and maybe we'll help somebody else. So I'm going to let you go. Okay. Bye, James. <laughs> Bye.